Oh, well, hello, hello, you epic human being. It's Tina Constant here. Welcome to Waffle Free Storytelling. And as always, all the waffle is at the end, which means we are leaping right into this week's story, which is called The Most Disguised Blessing of All. <laughs> it's a story about Kabushi. Now, a lot of people were present on the day that Kabushi was born. Her father, her grandparents, her siblings, they all waited for her to arrive. And this was because she was the last to be born of that generation which made her special. As a result, there was one other person in the room. Some called him the oracle, some the teacher, some called him storyteller. Everybody called him strange. <laughs> When Kabushi finally arrived, one by one, friends and family stepped forward, as was the custom, to lay a blessing on her head. Some wished Kabushi a good life, some a full and long life, some a happy and joyous life. The room buzzed with anticipation and hope. There was music and song and laughter and good food being passed around. <laughs> But all that stopped when the oracle stepped forward. For a moment, no one moved or even breathed. Only occasionally did the oracle attend a birth. No one had ever seen him lay a blessing on a child. But today, he leaned close to Kabushi's cheek and whispered, I give you the blessing of choice. Oh, well, the parents were pleased. What greater gift could a child have than the gift of choice? Especially since the family lived in such a small house in a tiny village in a narrow valley where few people had any choice at all. And so, blessed as she was, Kabushi grew up strong. All her blessings seemed to come true. She was happy. She was healthy. Her life was full of joy. And unlike anyone else in the village, she did appear to have an abundance of choice. Mainly because it soon became apparent that no matter what she turned her hand to, she was able to do. At first, she joined the carpenter's workshop and she found that she could build frames and structures tables and chairs, and things that were useful in anybody's home. She stayed in that apprenticeship for as long as she was interested. <laughs> and when she felt that she had learned enough, she moved to the stonemason's cottage. There she learned how to carve and chisel. And again, when her curiosity was satisfied, she moved to the ironmonger's fires, where she learned how to bend and shape the toughest metals. And so she went from workshop to workshop, skill to skill, job to job, learning just enough for her curiosity to be satisfied before she moved on to the next challenge. And everyone agreed that she was indeed blessed with choice. It was in her 18th year when she found herself by the oracle's fireside. 
Now, the Oracle, of course, had been watching Kabushi and was not surprised when she sat on a stone beside him and said, I have learned all I feel I can learn here. I think it's time I spread my wings and went to see what the world had to offer. <laughs> the Oracle smiled, he stirred the fire and he replied, Well, you have been blessed with choice. And so it was that Kabushi packed her bags and left that small village in the narrow valley and went into the world. Now, going from a place where everybody knew her and everybody loved her into a world where she was just another traveling soul was difficult for Kabushi. Outside the protection of her friends and her family, there wasn't the support, the appreciation, or the care. There wasn't the patience or the tenderness. <laughs> so, by the time she arrived at the gates of a large town, Kabushi was feeling bruised and insecure about her ability to do anything. <laughs> but, blessed as she was with choice, she stood up tall and went to the carpenter's workshop. She had proved herself in her village. Surely she'd be appreciated here. Oh, but much to her surprise, her skills were hardly adequate. You have a choice, the carpenter said. You can stay here and master this craft, or you can go. Well, Kabushi did not like the carpenter's tone, <laughs> so she chose to leave. She went to the ironmonger's fire instead. But it was ten times hotter than the one she was used to. The blades were a hundred times sharper, and the ironmonger did not smile and welcome her in. I am blessed with choice, Kabushi whispered to herself. I can stay in this hard place, or I can leave. And she left. Instead of leveling up, on any skill she already had, Kabushi chose instead to do what she had always done. She chose to find a new adventure and learn a new skill. The baker was a bright breezy woman with a wide girth and a big smile. She welcomed Kabushi in and taught her all she knew. But as before, as soon as Kabushi's curiosity was satisfied, she left and went in search of a new lesson. It's how she learned how to garden, train horses and build ships. <laughs> she moved from craft to craft until her 28th year. And again, she found herself at the fire of the oracle. It was hard, she said, but now I thrive in that town. I feel it is time to spread my wings and fly again. Well, once again, the oracle smiled and said, You have been blessed with choice. So Kabushi chose to leave that town and move to the large, busy, bustling, full, noisy, messy city. And once again, everything she had learned previously was small and inadequate in this fast pace demanding space. <laughs> but the voice of the oracle rang in Kabushi's head. You are blessed with choice. 
This big city was different, though. The city needed master crafters, not students. The city needed skilled artisans, not graduates. The city needed quality, not the early attempts of an apprentice. Everything Kabushi tried, she struggled with. Everyone she spoke to lost patience with her, and every challenge she took on, she failed. The demands of this place were harder. The requests were impossibly varied. The noise was louder. The hands were rougher. The words were tougher. And no matter what Kabushi did, she felt small and childlike and immature and weak. So again, she made her way to the oracle's fireside. But she knew what the oracle would say. So even before she took a seat on the stone beside him, she turned and left. Miserable and confused, Kabushi chose to stop everything and walk the wilds. For fifty years she felt the wind blow. She watched the sun rise and the sun set. She put her hands in the soil, she listened to the birds, she lived in the trees and with all the wild things that grew there. Under the moon and the stars, she would light a fire and enjoy the company of whatever or whoever joined her. She let the world flow around her, and for the first time, she was happy. So it was one cool night, sitting by the fire, looking out over the ocean, that a young man sat on a stone beside her. Oracle, he said, and Kabushi turned to him. She didn't correct him. She didn't give him her name. Sitting by the fire like she did, she'd been called many things, teacher, storyteller, and sometimes Oracle. On this night, the young man told her his story. How he had been born in a small town and had made his way to a grand city. How he had loved and lived and then lost everything. And now, with a quarter of his life behind him, he had no idea what to do, where to go, or how to live his life. I've done everything, he said. I've learned a hundred skills. I've studied under a dozen masters. I've walked a thousand paths. But I still don't know what to do with my life. Kabushi looked at the young man and felt for a moment that she was looking into a mirror. That same confused, lost, overwhelmed expression had rested on her own face often enough. The fire burning soft and bright, the air cool on her skin, the moon round in the sky, and the stars whispering secrets to each other. Kabushi wanted to tell this young man exactly what to do. She wanted to tell him to master himself instead of a craft. She wanted to tell him to understand his heart rather than the world. She wanted to tell him to honour this moment rather than the next. But instead, she told him another truth. Knowing 
it would be many years before he accepted it. You are a lucky one, she said. You have been blessed with choice. <laughs> there you go, that's it. That's it from Waffle Free Storytelling for today. So uh, I hope your day is going even better than planned. Uh, as always, go and hug the people you love and uh, make amends with anybody that you've got an issue with. <laughs> uh, we've got choices to make and uh, we will often make the wrong choice. But that's the great thing about choices. There's always another one after that. So uh, go around to www.tinaconstant.com. Uh, all the stories are there, uh, all the show notes and anything else. But uh, in the meantime, I'm off to go and get myself a cup of tea and uh, uh, sit and look at the sky for a bit. <laughs> all right. I'll see you next time. Have a good one. Bye-bye.